are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Mariners, but before we get into the show, let me tell you about Locked On MLB real quick. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, and please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Monday, September 6, 2021. Happy Labor Day. Hope you've enjoyed the long weekend. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I am your host, Tidane Gonzalez. You can find me at Dane Gonzalez on Twitter. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and on Maven at SI.com. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby Patnode. You can find him at CPAT11 on Twitter. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk. It's a good time. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information on that. But on today's episode of Locked On Mariners, another week has gone by and we're still talking playoffs with this team. The Mariners are once again the first team out of a wild card spot in the American League yesterday surpassing the Oakland A's in the standings following a three-game sweep of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, sights are completely on uh, set on the Boston Red Sox. We're going to recap the D-back series and talk about the playoff race, and then we're going to get you set for the Mariners' final series of the year against the Astros, which starts tonight at 4.10 Pacific time down in Houston. This is your first time joining us on Locked On Mariners. Welcome to the show. Please give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We greatly appreciate it. Colby, we talked about you know this weekend series with Arizona potentially being a trap, and the Diamondbacks certainly gave the Mariners a good run for their money, a pair of extra innings games down in the desert, but the Mariners end up taking all three games in the set. Kyle Seager with a really good series, Jared Kelnick, Abraham Toro, Mitch Hanniger had a really good uh, game to start the series, uh, but the real hero honestly uh, might have been Johan Ramirez, who held the Diamondbacks scoreless twice in both extra innings affairs. He gets a save in the first game and keeps the Mariners alive in the series finale after they fail to score in the top of the 10th. Of course, they they go on to drop a seven-piece the next half inning and win with ease by a score of 10-4. to four. But none of that would have been possible without the big-time pitching from Johan Ramirez, who's been, you know, he's started to become kind of a boon for this team a little bit down the stretch here out of the bullpen. He's been solid. The pitching overall, not exactly the best we've seen it. Marco Gonzalez allows five and five innings. Tyler Anderson did do the Tyler Anderson thing again and allowed three and six innings. Chris Flexen was cruising for a while, but a three-run six inning for Arizona put a damper on that a bit yesterday. Um, to you, you know what stood out uh, the most from this series? Yeah, it was nice to see the offense kind of break out a little bit. There were some struggles yesterday. Uh, nothing that is seven you know, a seven run 11th inning can't fix, but uh, offense was pretty good in Arizona. Like you mentioned, there were a few really big performances, including Kyle Seeger on Saturday, Mm -hmm. got a really good day on Friday. Um, JP Crawford had a great day on Saturday as well. So uh, yeah, it was nice to see the offense break out the sticks a little bit here, even if it took 11 innings to do so on Sunday. Um, Yeah. You know, defense, eh, Kalnick had some issues in center field. 
Uh, ball he probably should have caught, cost Tyler Anderson a couple runs. Um, but it, uh, you know, things like that happen sometimes. So uh, it's not that big of a deal. But uh, maybe the, the biggest, I don't want to say the star, but maybe like the most unheralded, unheralded player to come out of this series is Johan Ramirez, who uh, continues to be put in these high leverage situations and mm-hmm. continues to do them very well. I mean, um, he got two high leverage spots in this game or in this series alone. Um, he has been really good over the last over his last seven appearances. He has earned two saves. He has a one two three ERA. Opponents are hitting 087 with a 160 on base percentage and a 217 slugging. He has struck out ten batters in seven and a third inning and walked just two. So yeah. Uh, Johan's been fantastic. Uh, it seems like Scott uh, really trusts him now. He's using him kind of as like the number three out of that pen. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty much, you know, it's Seawall gets the highest leverage, and then it's Stack and Rider. And right now, it looks like it's Johan. Um, so obviously, he's always had the stuff to do this. So it's nice to see him put it into use. Uh, should be well rested uh, heading into today, too. He should be available. He only threw eight pitches um, mm-hmm. on on uh, Sunday, so he should be good to go, uh, which should be helpful. But uh, yeah, it Johan Ramirez is probably the uh, the un, unsung hero of that series, and uh, yeah, it's it's good not to give up on on a guy after after one year because this version of Johan mm-hmm. is throwing strikes, and the stuff is as good as it ever was, and that's that's dangerous. Yeah, now that it seems that he has the control a bit more, um, well, for lack of a better term, under control, uh, he uh, he's he's soaring, and um, you know that's kind of the way that you have to do it with this bullpen now is you know go by committee by committee a little bit because you know, you, you just never know. Bullpens are volatile. Bullpens are fluid. You know they uh, relievers just you know can blow up at, at any given moment. And have an awful month, have awful couple weeks, have an awful season the rest of the way, and you never really know. So, um, you know, especially with a bullpen that's that uh, has uh, had some pretty significant injuries as well along the way here. You know, Diego Castillo was out for a while, Anthony Masevich was out for a while, and now both of those guys are back. And now, you know, that you're getting help from the guys that came up and helped, you're really starting to fill out this bullpen quite a bit. And uh, that's that's a huge, huge, huge boon for them, really going forward. Because um, you know, looked a while there for uh, you know for guys like Paul Seawald and and, and Drew Steckenrider that you could rely on those guys. But who else could you rely on in the bullpen? And now you've had Casey Sadler come back, and he's he's been really good. Johan Ramirez, as we've been talking about, has been really good. Um, and they've added some guys here with Sean Doolittle and. And uh, Matt Andrees and, and you know Eric Swanson's been uh, has gotten healthy again and he's been fine he's been serviceable so they they really they got some guys in this bullpen now and um, and they're just you know they're playing the hot hand and, and that's really working out for them right now but um, you know you and I talked about it uh, last week that you know this is just this was one of the series that you just you had to handle in the best way possible that. You know, a sweep would be really nice, and, and on paper you should be able to get that, but you had to at least get two here, and uh, and being able to get three now has put them in uh, 
in a pretty favorable position uh, wildcard wise, uh, at least in terms of, you know, putting them um, right behind Boston. Uh, you know, overall, you know, you look at the momentum of this team that this team has built over the last five games. Um, you know, how, how far can that take you? How, how far, uh, you know, how much of a boost can that give you after, you know, that awful homestand that they had against the Royals? Uh, hopefully, hopefully some, um, you know, they won five in a row. So, our, uh, mm-hmm. five, five or four. Yeah. Five, five in a row. Five. Yes. Um, you know, and, and big series here in, in Houston, all the wild card teams have pretty tough matchups right now. Oakland's going to be playing the White Sox. Uh, Toronto and New York are playing each other. Boston is playing Tampa and you get Houston. So um, it would be great if you could win this series. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just we're going to. We're going to be talking about that later on in the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, it should be, you, should be interesting. You literally could have lost all three games this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, credit goes to them because they didn't, but still yep. it, it was, it was scarily close. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. told you guys that, that Arizona was playing a lot better uh, since the all-star mm-hmm. break and, and they were better now that could tell Marte was back and, and, you know, you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't see gallon, you didn't see Weaver. So, Maybe you caught a break there, but uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a team that's better than you know they were in May and June. So you had to be careful with them, and and you know they survived, and that that's all that really counts at the end of the day. Yep, yeah, exactly, and that's really all they've been doing this year is surviving and getting by. And uh, th- there's really, you know, there's very few teams in baseball that have been better than them at at, at doing that. Um, Maybe they are the best at doing it. I mean, with all the one-run games that they played and everything, they are uh, quite the resilient bunch, and uh, they just continue to, to keep it going. You know, you you thought that this thing would end at some point, and it just hasn't. And now, you know, we're twenty-five games away from the end of the season, and they are just refusing to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, like like we talked about, they're on a five-game win streak. They they find themselves just three games behind the Boston Red Sox for a wild card spot. And uh, three and a half games back of uh, of the Yankees. We're going to analyze the standings and talk about how the Mariners can make up that ground next. But real quick, a word about DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance, but that's not the case with Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. 
Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup where you name your stakes and winner takes all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. I got into DFS during the NBA bubble last year, and seeing my lineup get lost on the thousands and thousands of other submissions was pretty disheartening, to be quite honest with you. With Stat Hero, you are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Well, it's a five horse race for both wild card spots in the American League right now, and the Mariners are right there in the thick of things. They had already leapfrogged the Blue Jays in the standings and have now done the same to the Oakland Athletics, putting them three games behind the Boston Red Sox and three and a half behind the New York Yankees for one of the two wild card spots in the AL, of course. Mariners still play the A's seven times and the Red Sox three times this month. So plenty of head-to-head matchups with potential playoff implications on the docket and not just for the Mariners, but around the league as well. Tonight, the Jays and the Yankees are uh, playing a four-game series. The Red Sox and Rays getting back after it at Fenway and the A's will square off against the White Sox starting tomorrow. So a ton of tough matchups here for the teams you're both holding off and chasing, but of course, a pretty tough matchup ahead for the Mariners as well, heading down to Houston tonight. We'll talk about that later on in the show, but nevertheless, a pretty good opportunity here to potentially make up some more ground for the Mariners. Colby, you know, first off, who should the Mariners uh, and their fans be rooting for in that Jays-Yankees series? The Yankees. Um, you know, it, really? it's... Okay. I thought, yes, I thought you would say the Jays. No, we're, we're 25 games to go, right? And... Mm-hmm. The biggest threat to the Mariners making the playoffs is the Jays um, because they're, I believe, one game behind Seattle. Um, yes. They're surging just like Seattle is. They're playing really well. Oakland has fallen off. Um, I think they've lost uh, 13 of their last 20. Um, the Yankees have also cooled off. They had some rough series against Baltimore and the Angels. Um, but you want you know, you, you want to focus on what's ahead of you. And right now that's the Red Sox and that number two wild card spot. So mm-hmm. you're a lot closer to being, you know, the second team out than the first team in. Uh, so you need to, uh, you need to focus on what you can control uh, or what you can control. Um, you need to focus on the biggest threat and the biggest threat right now to you is uh, the Red Sox and, and uh, the Blue Jays. So you should be rooting for the Yankees. You should be rooting for uh, Tampa uh, unfortunately, both are losing as we're recording this. But uh, as as long as they don't sweep, right? And that's really what it is. You just don't want either. You don't want the Blue Jays or the or the Red Sox to sweep the teams that they're playing um, because that can do a lot of damage to you. Whereas if they win two out of three and you lose two out of three, you know it's it's manageable. It's a one game difference, yeah. Right, instead of a three game difference, and and that stuff really matters right now. So. Yeah, for me, I'm rooting for the Yankees, um, and I'm rooting for the Red Sox. And then, if the Mariners, you know, leap over the the Red Sox, then then I'll start rooting for whoever's playing against the Yankees. But uh, right now, it's just you have to be logical about your most likely scenario to get in, and your most likely scenario to get in is as the wild card two, 
with Boston as the uh, as the wild card one, or sorry, as the with the Yankees as as the wild card one. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I I'm kind of rooting for the Jays a little bit because you know you're you're ahead of the Jays right now. You're holding them off. That's up to you to hold them off, really, at this point right now. Um, and the the, Yan- the difference between the Yankees and the Red Sox is so minimal. It's a half game difference right now in the standings that you could very well be chasing the Yankees directly tomorrow instead of the Red Sox. So um, both teams, if both teams that are ahead of it are losing ground and you're doing whatever you need to do for me, that that's what matters the most. What is the likeliest way for me to get to the playoffs? But I get what you're saying. You know, the Blue Jays are your direct threat, and they're also probably the best team out of all these teams, really, on paper. Um, so yeah. if they get hot, um, if they get hot, I mean, like, they, they should get into a, into a wild card spot. Now, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see if they're able to continue this because they got hot once last month and then fell apart. So we'll see if they're able to sustain that. And they do have uh, some pretty tough matchups along the way still uh, for the rest of the season. But, um, you know, I just I, right now, I, my focus is solely on, on who's ahead of the Mariners. And that difference between the Yankees is in the in the Red Sox is just so thin right now um, from a standings perspective that literally a half I'm, game. Yeah, so I'm I'm rooting for both of those teams to lose as much as possible, uh, and for the Mariners well, to just do whatever they can uh, to it, to hold off the A's and right. the Jays. I mean, I personally, you know, Mariner fans, um, you should ignore the A's. Uh, if we're being honest, you play them seven more times, you're going sure. to have an opportunity to bury them yourself. Um, and if you don't mm-hmm. play well in those games, then you're screwed either way. So don't worry sure. about what the A's are doing. They don't matter. Um, just mm-hmm. handle your business when you play them and they'll go away. Um, so really what it comes down to, it comes down to the AL East and, and the Seattle Mariners. It's it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, two of those, uh, three of those teams are, are going to get in um, from or Sorry. <laughs> Three of those teams are going to get in, either as the division winner uh, and one of the two wild cards. Tampa Bay right now has the division. I, I feel pretty good that they're going to win it, but you never know. It's yeah. still you know within spitting distance for the other teams as well. So um, you're going to have a division winner, and it's going to come down to that third place uh, AL East team versus the Mariners. Um, you know, seven and a half back with 25 to go. It's it's almost certainly going to be Tampa winning that division. So it's going to be the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, or the Mariners. Um, I, I guess Oakland technically, but again, if you take care of Oakland, they're going to go away. So yeah, it's, it's still anybody's race. All those teams are within what four and a half games of, of wild card one. So uh, it's, it's still anybody's race. But uh, for me, again, I'm, I'm focused on what's the most likely way that I'm going to get in. And mm-hmm. it's not catching the Yankees. It's it's probably catching the Red Sox. But the Red Sox are somehow surprisingly playing well right now, despite all their COVID issues. So um, mm-hmm. that's annoying. But uh, <laughs> but yes, the the hottest teams in the American League right now are the Mariners, the Yan- the Mariners, the uh, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays. Which is mm-hmm. ironic because they're all chasing after the one playoff spot. So yeah, tough luck. Well, 
Yeah, and another thing, though, you know, real quick with the Yankees is that, you know, that's the team that's slumping right now. So do, do those slumps continue, and is that more of a realistic target for the wild card too? Maybe is, is are the Red Sox going to be the wild card one here? Because that's starting to look a little bit more likely with how well they're playing. And you look at the Yankees starting to slide. It's just, you know, this thing is so fluid, right? It, it's right. so every it, Things are going to change every single day from the rest of the, the way forward. And, um, you know, and in your opinions and your in the teams that you root for are going to have to change um, naturally sure. as the days go on. So, yeah, so it's it's a it's really interesting. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how the Yankees and how the Red Sox play the rest of the way out. But the one team that you do have some control over a little bit, just a, a very tiny smidge of is the Red Sox. And you play them in a week's time. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it uh, it's worth noting the Yankees have a pretty easy schedule after the Blue Jays. Uh, they get mm-hmm. the Mets for three. They have a makeup game against the Twins. Uh, then they get the Orioles for three, and then they get Cleveland for three, and then they get Texas for three. Uh, but here's where things get interesting. Their last mm-hmm. nine games, three against the Red Sox, three against the Blue Jays, three against the Rays. Oh, wow. So that's a tough gambit to run there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have a few on, hopefully on September 28th, we're talk we're sitting here and we're talking about, I mean, I don't know. Do we want the Yankees to win? Do we want the Blue Jays to win? Because it's, those games are going to matter, matter to the Mariners. Um, hopefully. Uh, and uh, we'll know in about three weeks time, but uh, yeah, I mean, for now, I still, for me, the most likely way to get in is that wild card too. And I'm, more afraid of, of Toronto passing us from behind than I am um, trying to jump up into that wild card one spot, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, ultimately, the thing that matters the most here is is if the Mariners can keep things rolling. And right now, they are really rolling. Two of their uh, five wins on the Mariners' current win streak came against the Astros at home last week, and now they will finish their season set against Houston starting today. We're going to get you set for that one in just a moment, but a quick reminder that this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. Don't you hate it when you're out and about and hunger strikes, but the only convenient options are unhealthy and going to make you feel worse in the end? That doesn't have to be the case anymore if you choose Built Bar. Built Bar is providing folks with a healthy, nutritious, and delicious alternative for snacking. Built Bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so much more. Overwhelmed by the amount of good options, then try one of their mixed boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging from the low, low numbers of 130 to 180. They only have four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, and all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at built.com. It's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, Make a Bet, 
on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers they have available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. When the final pitch is thrown on Wednesday, the Mariners will finally rid themselves of the Astros this year, barring an unlikely meeting in the postseason, of course. They are 7-9 and nine against the Astros this year, played some pretty close games, pretty memorable games. Of course, they most recently shut them out on back-to-back occasions during the last homestand. Going to go out on a limb here and say that's not going to happen again, especially not at Minute Maid Park, but... The Mariners have been able to hold their own against Houston for most part uh, this year. And uh, if they're able to get one game, that would be nice. If they're able to get two, that would be huge. How do they get that done, Colby? On a wing and a prayer. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just you don't match up particularly well with with Houston. And, and you know, you've managed to take two series from them. This year, one of them was when they were the fake Astros and they were ravaged by by COVID issues. Um, you know, and this last time it took, I mean, two incredible pitching performances, um, including a one to nothing win. Uh, very similar pitching uh, pitching matchups to the last one to the last series. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's you need Yusei Kikuchi to be good. You need Logan Gilbert to be good. And asking for both of those things to happen in the same, uh, you know, the same two day stretch, that's, that's still a bit of a stretch for me. So, um, you kind of have to hope you get lucky and and then, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, it's, you are going to get the, the one game that is going to be started by, uh, uh, flexing, right? Tyler Anderson. Tyler, Tyler that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I mean, again, you do face McCullers, but you do avoid Granky um, and uh, and Valdez and also uh, Garcia. So uh, you get McCullers, Odorizzi, and your Quiety. Um, so again, not 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 super favorable pitching matchups, but also not the worst that it could have been. Um, sure, but yeah, you you have to hit, you have to score runs, and you have to have multiple big innings. Um, you're not going to win these games three to two. Uh, it just it's not there and uh you know like like you said if if they can win one that's great that probably will keep them in it um you know that'll prop i I say probably that that should keep them in it you have three coming up with the diamondbacks at home after this series so hopefully you can get a couple games back there um but yeah and then you just need to be within spitting distance of the red Sox when they come into town on monday so you know, fingers crossed. Hope they can take one. It'd be great if they won tonight so they can kind of set up, you know, the next two days and, and try to make sure that they're well equipped to win one of those games. But it's it's going to be the offense. The offense has to put up mm-hmm. six, seven runs if they want any shot to win most of these games. So we'll see. But, yeah. uh, you know, you, you mentioned what happens if they take two or three. I just, you know what happens if they sweep? If they pull off the miracle and they sweep the Astros? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if you would be willing to talk about this, but... <laughs> no, because I mean, to, I'm, I'm so confident happen, it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. If that were to happen, though, 
it should be mentioned that the Mariners would be a game and a half out of the AL West. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Against the Astros. I mean, <laughs> how spectacular would that be? And you, and, would, I mean, and, you would finish, and you would finish the season with a winning record against the Astros. Oh, yes. That sounds so good. But yeah. uh, it's also it's also not going to happen. But uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe maybe it does. And and you know it's it's not unhurt. The Mariners in 2018 they did take a four game series from the Astros. They swept them. So true. Yeah, the tw- 2018 team a little more talented than this one. But uh, you know it's stranger things have happened. But uh, it's <laughs> it uh, it would be something, wouldn't it? Can you imagine the shows on uh, on Thursday if, if they swept the Astros? Oh, oh my man. god. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, that would. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, you kind of have to uh, start talking about that a little bit. One hundred percent, your focus turns onto that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you, you don't play the Astros, uh, or may, maybe fortunately, you don't play the Astros after this. So, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's it's worth mentioning that a sweep gets you within one and a half, and and a very real division discussion comes to play, but let's just be realistic about, about where these two teams are. Um, just, just find a way to win one. And I consider that a pretty good series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Just stay in it. Don't get swept. Plus you, you got all these teams that you're chasing and holding off that are in these really tough matchups as well right now. So the timing does line up pretty well for you. So if you do lose a couple of these games, you might not lose any ground really um in the grand scheme of things um so uh you know that uh, yeah again hopefully but even if you do lose ground if you win one you're only going to lose a game on these teams so i mean unless unless toronto sweeps or boston sweeps sure sure sure. so that that you do not want so yeah i mean no matter who you're rooting for new york tampa whatever you want those series to be one two games to one because then the limit that that you know limits your damage if you can win just one of these three. So that's what you're rooting for. Um, it's worth mentioning the Astros schedule after the Mariners leave town. Mm-hmm. Let's call it favorable. They get the Angels for three, the Rangers for three, or sorry, the Rangers for four, the Diamondbacks for three, the Angels for four, and then mm-hmm. in the final week of the year they get the Athletics for three the Rays for three and then the athletics for three. So let's call that a favorable schedule for the Astros, but uh, Hey, we know how much schedules are worth, uh, you know, in baseball. It's true. That's true. Especially with the Mariners. Very true. Just never, you just never know, man. That's why it was so hard to predict this, uh, this diamondback series that they had. And thankfully they were able to handle their business uh, without much, much issue. I mean, they, they got taken up to the finish line a couple times, but uh you know, handle their business and hopefully they can survive this uh this Houston series and um and keep things rolling because uh man how fun how fun could this really get <laughs> you know over the next couple of weeks it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty spectacular that we're we're still talking about this on uh on September 6th incredible um that's going to do it for today's show though uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Lockdown Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidey Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. 
down below. Uh, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.